It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Four losses in a row. It goes right through his arms, off his midsection to the turf. A drop ball. Four missed opportunities to turn the season around. Timeouts have been exhausted. All they can do is kick it and hope to win it. The Cougars travel to Boise State today for a rivalry sure to put them to the test. It comes at a crucial, soul-searching moment. The only way to turn it around is to love each other, focus on each other, stick to our core values, our principles. The Cougars have what it takes. Can they put it all together today and get back on track? I'm really excited about uh, correcting things and getting things back to where we can play at our best. This is KSL Special. Extended pregame coverage sponsored by UCCU. Our hosts are Mitch Harper and Matt Bonmonte on Utah's legacy home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. Hour number two underway here on extended pregame coverage, and it's brought to you by UCCU. UCCU has a 15 month savings certificate with an APY of 4%. UCCU. Love where you bank. Right now, let's get out to the starting center for BYU football. He is Connor Pay and Connor. Boise State got you guys last year. This is a rivalry game. Do these games have a little bit more extra motivation uh, when it comes time to put the helmets on and, and play the Broncos? Well, I mean, we're always motivated to play Boise State. You know, it's always a big game for us, and I know it is for them as well. And I mean, they took one from us last year, so. This is this is one we've been thinking about for for a while now. You know they're a good team. They they play us well every year, and we've had our ups and downs this year. And we need to put it together and uh, be prepared to go play a, a complete game uh, up at Boise if we want to get the win. There's a few teams from last year's schedule that beat you last year: Baylor, uh, Boise State, who you mentioned. Is there extra motivation to play those teams, knowing last year they got you guys? I mean, sure. You know because it sucks. Especially with the situation in last year's game, we were undefeated going into that game, and then then, then to drop that one at home, you know, and that's that's I mean, obviously that stings a little extra than some of the other games. So it's in the, it's in the back of your mind, and if anything, it motivates you to practice harder, to study film harder, do a little extra, and you know that's what we need right now to get things back on track. Is every individual has to be accountable to how they play and how they prepare. I don't want to dwell on the past too much, but what do you learn good and bad from that uh, close loss last week against East Carolina? I mean, that was that was a tough one just because we hadn't we hadn't played well as a team over the last few weeks and we saw sparks a little bit in that game of what we were at the beginning of the season and we were just unable to sustain it. So, I think you know what we can take away from that is that this team still has what we had 
against USF, against Baylor, against those teams in us. We just have to play like it week in and week out, and we haven't done that, and that's nobody's fault but our own. And so coming and having that juice and sustaining it throughout the whole game, there's, Boise's a good team. There's going to be adversity. You know, they're going to score a little bit. They're going to get make some plays on defense against us on offense. And so being able to persevere through that and push through that, which is something we were really good at last year. We won a lot of close, tough games, and this year we have not been good in those uh, scenarios. And so I think what we learned is that we can play at that level and we need to play at that level consistently. It's been there all year long, but it's been in, incredibly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, <clears throat> we need to find a way to consistently play at that level throughout this entire game and through the rest of the season. Does consistency play a role in getting the extra yard or two yards in those critical situations? I'm, I'm referring to the fourth down and shorts that you guys got stuffed against East Carolina. Is, is that is that what you think needs to improve to, to make those plays? For sure. Because if, if we're more consistent play-by-play, play, we wouldn't have been in those situations. We would have gotten the first downs before that. You know, if we can t- consistently do what we're coached to do, it's not going to take us four downs to get ten yards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so a lot of those tough situations we put ourselves in because we played inconsistently. And then you see the drives where bam, 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 we're marching right down the field. And then the next drive we come in and we go three and out. Like, we can't do that. And so we have to be able to sustain that and be consistent because then it'll avoid some of the – and they'll happen. You know, sometimes the defense will make a play. You'll get in those situations. You have to win in those situations. I think consistency absolutely plays a role. On a bright note, you guys rushed for over 200 yards. It was the first time you had done that since the opener against USF. What, What do you take away from establishing the run like you did against the Pirates? It's good. I mean, for us as an offensive line, that was something we knew we needed to do. Is something we've struggled with all year is sustaining drives. So our, some of our drives have ended quickly. And so being able to sustain the run game, which is something that Coach Roderick emphasized the entire week, and we were able, we were able to do that. You know, I was, I was happy with how we played as an O-line in being able to consistently establish the run. You know, obviously there are those two fourth downs where we didn't get it done in the run game. But, you know, overall for the game, you know, we were able to run the ball well, averaged a decent amount of yards per carry. Um, and we have to be able to do that on a consistent basis because that will open everything else up for us. You were back in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been communicated throughout the year from Coach Aaron Rodder and <clears throat> Coach Funk about the position battles and, and who gets to start and who doesn't? It's every day. You know, I mean, it was no secret going into this year that we had really eight guys who had started games in the past and who could start. So the second you slip up, you know, your spot's up for grabs. And that's been no secret really at any position the whole year. Everyone's had their moments. And for me, I did not play well against Notre Dame, uh, and they decided to make a change uh, because of that. It's nobody's fault but my own. And so being able to work back from that and then to be able to play well against ECU I mean it's just it teaches you a little bit it's kind of an unfortunate way to have to learn that lesson but to just a hundred percent every single play don't think too much don't overdo your job just do your job and just get it done and that is something I think I, I got away from midway through the year it's kind of worried about a lot of other things and 
uh, it cost us in some situations. So, But it was good to be able to get back into the lineup and to perform well and to help the team. So, A few more moments here with Connor mm-hmm. Pay on extended pregame coverage. You talked about consistency and maintaining that spark that you saw from the, from the beginning of the season. What particular aspects of the game will be critical for you guys to get a win on the blue turf? Got to be able to run the football. Have to be able to run the football. They're one of the best rush defenses in the country. You know, the, overall, they're one of the best defenses in the country. So for it, we just need to be able to sustain drives, keep the ball moving, and score every time we get in the red zone. You know, touchdowns in the red zone. We don't want to settle for field goals. We want to score touchdowns. And so I think being able to establish a run will open things up for Jaron and the receivers. Will give uh, a Rod more freedom in his play calls. And uh, so I think for us as an offensive line, that's that's our number one goal is to establish the run and obviously protect the quarterback. Connor, thanks for the time. Good luck at yeah, Boise no State, problem. and we'll see we'll see you around. Thank you. Hey. There you go, Connor Pay. Great stuff from BYU's starting center, who was back in the starting lineup last week against East Carolina. It's presumed after playing well against the Pirates, he'll be starting again against the Broncos. Got to take a break on the other side. Let's get into an injury report. Who is out? Who is in? We'll get you the latest on what we know about BYU football as they get ready to play Boise State. You can hear that game at 5 p.m. right here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.